Oh, something's... we are live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Microwave Extravaganza Podcast, episode four. A Wisconsinite and a Canadian walk into a bar. It already sounds bad, doesn't it? Oh, oops, I have I have the stream going at the same time. Oops. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, how's it going? How's it going, man? Not not too bad. So, with me um, here today is Short Fat Otaku, and yep, <laughs> that's him. That's him. And uh, question: Are you fat? And how much do you love anime? I'm pretty fat. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I do like anime. I just don't have time for it anymore. It seems like. <laughs> and, oh there's no! Too going, there's too much going on now. I don't really, I don't really watch it anymore. Like I, I I'm watching. Um, my Hero Academia right now. I'm getting caught up on it. I, uh, I, I, I really like. I really like Attack on Titan. But um, I know. Then the, the the first season was a great starter, but I think they may have slowed it down a little too much. Um, because I liked their slower pace and that they actually developed the character. But I'm like, oh, maybe you should have done a little bit of both and what you're doing right now in both seasons. Like, they were kind of the extremes. You know what I mean? Uh, for My Hero Academia. No, 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 no! Attack on Titan. I actually thought that season two was far, far better than season one. Oh no, no, no! I wasn't saying it wasn't good. I just meant like I would have liked it to have some fast-paced moments a little bit more often. So I feel like season one was just kind of like, well, let's Michael Bay it and just get this shit over with. You know what I mean? Yeah, actually, I kind of, I kind of feel the opposite because season one seems like it has really terrible pacing. Season one has like a bunch of downtime, way too much downtime than's necessary. Oh, all, season two, I'm season sorry, two I'm, is very tightly paced. I, I'm sorry. Do you, do you mean like the the second half? Because the first half was just like all adrenaline, and right now, like like entire or years pass in a single in a single, um, like uh, day or whatever. Um, <laughs> episode. episode. That's why I meant safe. Yeah, see, season one was like was what um like twenty six episodes or something, and then season two was was twelve. For oh, yeah, Titan. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, no, that first season, the first season had the the initial training arc, the Trost arc, and then yeah. the female Titan arc, and that stuff just seemed like it took for fucking ever to get through. There was like, in my opinion, there was maybe eighteen episodes of content stretched out to, for two. For two 13 episode blocks, it was kind of ridiculous. That Meanwhile, is... season two, season two was like perfectly paced. Oh, I, 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 I've only been able to see so much because you know I'm poor as shit. Because I'm a millennial, are you one too? Just, just go fucking pirate it, man. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I, here's the thing: I have a life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so do I. That's why I don't watch much anime anymore. I know, but the problem is when you have a life, you don't have time to find out which pirate sites are decent and which ones will give you viruses. And this is the only computer I have. I'm, I'm not rich enough to have a better one. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, I have a friend, and here's the kryptonite. He's uh, He is literally going to college right now for um, software engineering. So he gives me all these sites that are so great, but they are, are in languages I would have to go to school to learn. And they, he could easily show me what to do, but he's but he's a full-time, like, um, I'm not going to tell you the college he goes to. I'm just going to say here in Wisconsin, it is known as the college where you trade your sanity for a degree. Oh, is it very infested? <laughs> infested? I'm not sure exactly what, what you mean by that, but probably. <laughs> um, oh, do you say invested? I thought you said like infested. Like, no, like, no, 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 no. I, said, I definitely said infested. 
In, with like like as in like a bug infestation kind of thing. Yes, as in with SJWs. No, 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 no. No, I'm talking. No, this is a good college. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. As in, as in, like you trade your set. Like you came home and said, "I don't want to look at another goddamn number or letter for at least a week." When he came back <laughs> from summer vacation. <laughs> so there's you know, like protests where. Where where people take the teachers hostage and dance around chanting about how white people are terrible. Oh, I have not seen that. But like I said, he's going to a good college, um, as in the kind where you're losing your brain, not because as you know people are politically correct, but because the work is just mind-bogglingly like it's like it's like it's like if Jeffrey Dahmer took you back and put acid in your brain. You know, it's like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, good for him. He's doing it. So yeah. But I mean, yeah. Let's first off. I actually wanted to get you on more specifically because you're Canadian. Yeah. And yeah. And because uh, I'm going to have Lauren Southern on. Uh, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like you might have settled a fucking bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What? I feel like you might have settled a bit. No. 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 I. This is a. I. I. I am. I. I like to be diverse. I like to have diversity quotas in my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I, I'm, I well I mean I guess the only thing that's non-diverse about me is is that I'm I'm male everything else is is relatively diverse oh I'm, I'm oh, not straight for example <laughs> you're not straight no oh bye yeah I was gonna say because if you're gay well then that is exclusive um and don't worry we'll we'll, we'll um if you're if you're the if you're a conservative gay well then we'll just yenopolis you and just trash you for thinking with your own brain no. <laughs> i'm well no i'm i'm actually i'm actually liberal i'm not a conservative at all really yeah believe okay. it or not you're just not you're just not a liberal in the sense where you want to go to um to secret meetings and wear a goat mask and fuck some random person right <laughs> well i don't know there seems to be um a very ta a terrible mislabeling of what liberalism is right now Oh, I, mean, I, I know. I've I've had broken-hearted liberal on. So go on, though. I want to hear this. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you you get people like liberalism, like the classical liberalism, and which is basically where conservatism came from. They're, they they come from the same political roots. It, you know, it's it's respect of property rights, it's democracy, it's freedom of speech, it, it, it's that sort of stuff. Just that liberals and conservatives had different ideas on yeah, on how to run government. They liberals have never been the party, or not, not party, sorry. Liberals have never been the, the political philosophy of a radical revolution. And now, because of, you know, um, colleges and universities going absolutely social justice insane, people say liberal, but they actually mean SJW. And they're two different things. They mean like leftist, although I don't even know if you want to say leftist, because I've never heard rightist be described for like, you know, the fascist. I, I've never... Heard that, so I usually just say I just say SJW. Yeah, I mean, classical liberalism is kind of like the centrist position at this point, you know. So like, I guess I guess I would say I'm a centrist then. If I if I may, would you would you kind of say that um, classical liberalism was was kind of like almost very much similar to conservatism in that they were both pretty much close to the center, but in a way where like liberals were liberalists were kind of like the uh, the hippie version of the conservative, but they both sat at the same table and said, "Hey, brother, how you doing?" Um, I mean, kinda, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I know in Canada, for example, like we don't have Republic, Republicans and Democrats for our two biggest parties. We have liberals and conservatives. Yeah, I, so I it's very it's, it's very strange in Canada to, to talk about liberalism because you don't know if you're talking about the party or the philosophy, right? Or those weird separatists who want to like have Quebec for like only pure French, right, or something like that. Yeah, there, there there's a Quebec separatist party. And they're absolutely fucking retarded. By the way, uh, JF <laughs> absolutely fucking retarded. But 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 JF Garapy over on Worski Live, he's a Quebec separatist. And I'm like, how how fucking dumb can you be? Do you not recognize that most of your food comes from the Canadian prairies and most of your your power comes from the Canadian Maritime provinces? Like Quebec has nothing fucking in it. <laughs> and like, what do you want to be? Isn't that, the, isn't that the first part that the Vikings discovered the Quebec area? Yeah, yeah, they they discovered a Labrador and Newfoundland, but yeah, that that's sim, that's a similar area, and there's fucking nothing there, man. So basically, like most of Canada, it, it's it's kind of like the the no no. There's a lot of stuff in Canada. I know. I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I'm kidding. You guys are. I think you guys are more concentrated in a certain area, though, right? Like you're more developed than I. Like if you come down, have you ever been to Wisconsin? Uh, no. Oh, dude, come down to fucking Water Street. I'll, I'll show you an awesome time. It's great. Uh, I'm, straight. <laughs> I'm straight, just in case you're wondering. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. But yeah, it's we're like, like, dude, our culture is very much like you because, you know, borders, shit, why not? Also, a lot of us actually, you know, because we have a very similar um, Germanic um, slash French influenced culture. I know some people think there's no French. There's actually a lot. It's just that it was kind of like they were kind of like the first settlers and then they just died out <laughs> they moved, or they moved to Canada. So so my guess is that, you know, obviously the northern you get, the more it's like, yeah, there's nobody here, right? Um, To a point, Canada's Canada's extreme north has like more than its fair share of of military stuff going on and science stuff going on because our Arctic locations is kind of attract that kind of industry, right? Um, well, well, wasn't that because you know there's nobody else there, and you can you you can research you know things that you can only see up there, like the Arctic Circle, shit like that. But you wouldn't. This is not like a place where people are going, "Hey, yo, bro, I like want to start my music career up in like the freaking Isles on like on top of Canada below the Arctic Circle." <laughs> <laughs> no, that that shit doesn't happen. No, you you're, you're right in that there's not much up there aside from those outposts. But when you get like, there are certain parts of Ontario that are that are south of a fair amount of of some of the northern states, because because uh, Ontario kind of dips southward into mm -hmm. into some of those lower latitudes, and also there's a whole chunk of Canada that's a lot more east than the wait, United wait, States. Wait, 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 wait! Actually, I just want to find out. I just want to find out. Just I'm sorry to interrupt, but hold on. Yeah. What's up? How far away is Ontario from Milwaukee? It's not that far away. Oh goddamn Google! <laughs> oh fuck! Wait! Oh whoops! 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 Sorry. I mean, how far away is Toronto from Milwaukee? It's not that far. It's far enough, but not that far. Oh, it's six hundred nineteen point two mile. Oh, let's see. Okay, so for flight. Oh wow! I could just I could fly there in, in an hour and a half. Yeah, I'm too poor. I'm not going to do it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think it was. But if you like, pull up a map of Canada. For example, you see that there's a giant chunk of Canada that, that's more east out in the ocean than than the United States. A lot of Americans don't really recognize that. Oh, oh yeah. Well, it's because like 
dude, like whatever you've got going on in Canada, it's like a thousand times more insane here. We're just trying, we're just, we're watching for MS-13 to break down our doors. And for those who don't think that Wisconsin is a place for that, no, you go straight down onto like the bad area of Milwaukee and it's just fucking Cholo land. It looks like Sicario. Yeah, uh, we don't seem to have problems with Mexican gangs pursuing <laughs> they're not on the fucking border with Mexico. <laughs> no, 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 no. You just you just have all those Islamists, am I right? Um, it's not as many as you'd think. This is, this is it's not like Europe yet. It hasn't gotten that bad. Is it? Is it kind of like? Is it kind of like? No, compared to like ten years ago, it's completely black and white. But compared to anywhere else in the world, it's pretty much nothing. Um, it's not even that bad. I think Justin Trudeau is looking at Europe and, and just masturbating furiously, but I don't think he has the <laughs> political will to actually get there. I don't honestly. think he has the I don't think he has the will to keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> Double entendre, am I right? <laughs> um but yeah, Canada's pretty peaceful. Oh no, dude. no, dude, literally our joke here in Wisconsin is you're pretty much the the, the country version of us. <laughs> Because like, like we have not not as many guns uh, per capita as as uh, as you guys do. Well, but yeah, because 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 we have that in our constitution. Go on. <laughs> well, Canada has like I, I had to do a video on on gun control recently, and I was actually on Sargon's channel, and I did a um a conversation with him on gun control. So I had to look it up recently. Canada has more guns than most countries, but not as many as the states. However. Um, gun owners per capita have the same amount of guns in Canada as they do in the States. Yeah. yeah, so, it's, it's, oh, And yet at the same time, we have a drastically lower rate of gun violence, even correcting for uh, population differences. So I think it really is a cultural thing when it comes to the guns and not so much a gun access thing, you know? I, I think you're right. What, what I will say about this is that the reason why I don't, you see, it was interesting. Everyone says, oh, well, the reason why gun crime goes up is because there's less guns. Well, actually, what I think it is is that guns really are not the root of violence. You know, it's not like when you pick up a gun, you say, and the gun just starts speaking, he says, you shall murder children. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think what it is is that the biggest the common denominator across all boards in U.S. prisons is that the people in there, whether, whether they be private or public prisons, most of them grew up in single mother households. You know, without a father around, I think that's probably the biggest influencer, but I think that it's kind of like, you know, technically the U.S. government, I think, is very much overgrown, but you can live pretty peacefully in the U.S. if you don't start trouble. It's it's not so much about, like, the fact that there's not enough guns out there. I think it's more like if you have a problem, like single motherhood, or if you have gangs or incompatible groups or any things I think do cause violence, it's very hard to defend yourself when you don't have as many gun rights. So... You know, like, if you go to the UK, it's not the end of the world. It's not awful. It's it's bad, but it's not insane. It's not like World War III and the Muslims are just invading, like, the Ottoman Empire or something. But you can absolutely not deny the fact that a lot of things that do go bad are able to go as bad as they do because no one can do anything about it. You know what I mean? Well, have you seen recently um, Sadiq Khan said that there's no reason to carry around knives anymore. <laughs> Did you see that article? That they're going to implement common sense knife control? 
I'm just I'm going to allow you to just have fun and just explain that to me. Just make it as fun as you want to be. Screen share if you like. I don't care. I'm gonna try and find the article here. Hold on. Oh god. <laughs> uh, uh, guys, even though terrorist attacks are a normal thing in uh, living in the big city, according to me. Um, yeah, that shit. Oh, when you said it, it was part and terrorist attacks were part and parcel of living in a big city. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's more crime, but not even per capita, dude. Minneapolis. I've gone there twice. You would have to pay someone to stab you. It's so nice there. I would love to move there someday because even though it's a little bit of a hokey doke weird town, it's a really nice town, dude. And it has twice the population of of, of Milwaukee. I'd say I'd say if you combined Madison and Milwaukee, the two biggest cities in Wisconsin, you wouldn't even have half of Minneapolis. Okay, I got it here. I got it. Okay. Okay, go ahead. In 2017, there were twice as many murders in New York City than in London. This year, the monthly murder rates between New York City and London are equal. <laughs> and then it said, and then this says here, um, London Mayor City Khan announced a crackdown on knives Sunday in response to the rising levels of violence in London, which recently surpassed New York City's homicide rate for the first time. Oh, how lovely. How lovely. <laughs> Take your trip to London, everyone. <laughs> Sadiq Khan tweeted, no excuses. There is never a reason to carry a knife. Anyone who does will be caught and they will feel the full force of the law. Oh, I, I think he might be talking about his dick there, but, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> in, in the UK, they, they've regulated guns basically out of existence. And now there's a rising homicide rate in using um, using knives, and almost all of it is gang related violence. So now there's like you you must have seen the memes on Twitter where people post images of of British police doing weapon sweeps, and they find like screwdrivers, and they're like this is uh, a deadly oh, yeah, weapon we must so confiscate. I, I've I, seen so many of those, but do you mind if I screen share? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah. So this you see, this is just proof that. If people really wanted to, they could build their own guns. Because guess what? This dude did. You see what I'm saying right here? I don't see a screen share, actually. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, th this, oh, is whoa, the whoa, whoa. this is the most professional stream on the internet, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> see this? Oh, nice. Yeah, his name, he, he went by the name Luddy. He wasn't even a mechanical engineer. He was a dude who literally just knew a lot about... About like how um not guns he didn't even own guns, um he but he lived in Britain and he just knew a lot about power tools. Hold, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. Uh, who's Erica on OK Cupid? Erica on OK Cupid. Oh, okay. Whoops, uh, I gotta close that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Don't so, judge me. Don't so, judge. <laughs> Oh, I don't give a fuck, dude. I, <laughs> I'm are acting. You, are, you, are you getting in? Are you getting in there? <laughs> I'm Catholic. I wait till marriage. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. Well, what are you sorry about that for? <laughs> wait, hold on a second. Does that, does, that mean you're, does that mean you're a virgin? Yeah, by choice. Oh. But I mean, frankly, frankly, you're not missing much. <sighs> It's it's fun, but it's but it's not like you get a billion dollars the second you have sex for the first time, right? Not really. It's okay. Yeah. But here here's the thing though, like sex like everything else is a skill you have to acquire, right? Yeah. So you, 
you you will be shitty your first time and so will your partner if it, if it's their first time yeah but i've agreed to like do stuff like for instance i try to be athletic you know i really do try to work out like i've i used to be obese now i'm still overweight but i but and i have some loose skin but honestly i've lost like i think like 25 pounds and i've gained about 10 pounds of muscle so at least from an an activity level i will not just go <laughs> plus 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 i have looked up videos on the internet about like you know on youtube about how it's done you know you, you so, mean pornography no i really don't mean that i did that up until i was 17 and no i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie to people and say i didn't watch it no every single kid who grew up with the internet absolutely fucking literally did you know even if it was just laurel crass triangular boobs they jerked off to that oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, uh, I'm not gonna lie and say I didn't do it. What I'm saying is, I jettisoned that shit out of my life because I realized, why am I doing this? Oh, it's because I'm a beta male who can't get laid. I understand now. <laughs> Maybe I should work on myself and get a girlfriend. And then when I did, we almost did it. But then I started thinking to myself, do I really want to be like everybody else? In fact, I remember kind of rushing her into it, and she was rushing me. But we were, and we. We're almost naked, and I said, "Do you just want to wait?" And she was so scared. She was like, "Yeah, yeah, yes." And, you know, she was just she, and then she kind of tried a few other times, and like I was just ignoring her, and she was kind of like, like pulling on my thigh or whatever, just like, <laughs> you know. And I realized something. You know, I don't care, dude, if you've had sex before, and you obviously have, because it sounds like you have. Yes, um, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I don't care if most people um, have, have sex. What I think you should do, I think anyone should do this. I think you should wait till you find someone you care about. Because yeah, I think I agree with that. Yeah, and I think. Do you agree with me on this? Too many people have the mindset of losing your virginity is a race, not a competition of who you lose it to. Actually, the honest truth is, um, the people who care about virginity are the people who still have it. After you've lost it, it's not really a conversation anymore. Oh yeah. Well, not only that, you, it's, you, you lose it and you're like, well, it's over. Great. Okay. And, and, and like, if you have a long-term girlfriend, I'm like, okay, well, now I can start having sex more often. But I'm thinking for the guys who are just like, I want to lose my virginity on prom night. If I don't, oh, now it's over. And if she doesn't, and if she's not my girlfriend, then it's over for a long time, right? <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> but I do agree with you that... Um... Sex is a lot more fulfilling when you're actually in a relationship. Just like I, I don't, I don't think you need to be married. I think that's a very old-fashioned point of view. Um, but I think that it's, I, I think I think that it's better for your mental health in the long term if you actually care about the person you're banging and it's not just someone you've picked up. Yeah, you're telling me Sheila, who I paid two hundred dollars to, doesn't love me back. <laughs> well, if, well, if you didn't lose your your virginity, what did you pay two hundred dollars for? What? <laughs> you guys just like play magic cards or something? <laughs> I'm joking, dude. <laughs> you didn't think I was serious, did you? No, 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 no. I, I, I understood the joke. I was rolling with it. Oh, whoops! I guess I'm retarded then. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't. I, why did you understand the joke? I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> but like, like I said, like I said, you know, I actually see the thing is, so many people want to make it illegal to do that shit now. Like in the Christian community, and I think that's the same. I think everyone saw the Luddy gun by now. I mean, I've had that on a screen for a while, so I'm going to move past that. 
But I, I think that this is an interesting topic because I made an entire video series. I'm still making it. It's um, called The Importance of Taboos and Shame. Um, it's a six-part series. And the idea is just to say, you know, there's nothing wrong with people choosing their own way without having a, a government telling you, you know, what to do with your life. But with that being said, why is it such a bad thing to have taboos? Like, I think you and I can both agree, regardless of whether, you know, um, you wait till, till you're married or to, or even till you're in a relationship with a girlfriend that you're not married to, it's definitely a degenerate quality to, to see the gay community, specifically in California, think that it's okay to just start giving people HIV and not tell them, you know, shit like that. Yeah, but and and like the thing the thing with taboos is that a taboo really only makes sense if there's actual harm being done when you break the taboo. Yeah. And like a lot of old religious taboos um they don't have any actual harm when you break them. I mean, they might have at one point. Like like the the Muslims and the and the pork thing that made sense because we well, didn't have germ theory though. back in the day, and and pig is notorious for ma making people sick when when you eat it and you haven't you haven't properly cooked it. So at yeah. least for for that level of 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 understanding of how the world worked, that makes sense. It doesn't make sense anymore. A well, lot of taboos are like that, and and some of them are just out of date. Well, that's why I always say the the why should always outweigh the how, because you know, like think about it, part of you know, I think you and I can both agree. If you're married, you shouldn't cheat on your husband or your wife. You know, sexual responsibility is something that is throughout the Abrahamic religions, except for the you know the the religion of peace, we'll call it. Well, that's not true. They 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 just allow multiple wives, but you still can't cheat outside of those marriages. Yeah, but that's kind of like you know I can cheat on my wife with my other wife. You know, <laughs> I mean, kind of and kind of not. There's still like a sanctity to to their marriages. At least in a religious sense. Yeah, but it's, you can tell that uh, Muhammad was kind of just making his own fantasy land when he made his religion. You know, it's very guy centric, isn't it? Oh yeah. Well, most most religions are. They seem to be honestly. Yeah, but but I think Christianity is different in that it's guy centric, but female um, respecting and loving. Like if you look at the Christian faith. It doesn't look at women as the ones who should run the household, but it does look at them as the ones who shall be protected, loved, and seen as, like, you know, holy, like the Mary, you know, Mary and stuff like that. Um, you know, like, uh, as Jesus likes this whole, in Catholicism specifically, we we put her up as, like, this um, holier um, woman that she's, um, that, do you get what I mean? No, I get it. And and for all the terrible things that, um that Islamists have done to women and there has been a lot of terrible things that that Islamists have done to women over the years yeah. um there were there are still parts of the religion that that uh that cherish women in some way i mean let me just pull it up here um prophet muhammad's final sermon before he ascended yeah. to just, heaven just so you know you you i can't see your screen if you're mean to screen share uh, no i i can just read it i can just read it It says do treat your women well and be kind to them for they are your partners and committed helpers i mean there's parts of every religion that seem to do that like here 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 oh people it is true that you have certain rights with regard to your women but they also have rights over you Remember that you have taken them as your wives only under a trust from God and with his permission. If if they abide by your right, then to them belongs the right to be fed and clothed in kindness. Like it's it's obviously people just take the parts of the religion that that benefits them, 
Mm. But you can't say that outright there's nothing good in Islam regarding women. There's just very little I, of it. I think I could say there's nothing good in canon law. Reason being is if you look at it, Muhammad said, if I say anything that contradicts what I said in the past, whatever I say now supersedes that. Well, and yes, yes, but, but this is from Prophet Muhammad's final sermon. It's the last thing he said. Oh, Oh wow! Yeah, okay, he, he was he was on some some mountain somewhere, and then he said this sermon, and then he mounted uh, a winged horse and flew to heaven. That's the story. So this this was this is from his 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 final sermon. I, I'm just wondering how they got the last one because we both know he didn't fly to heaven. But uh... <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of things that that also claimed were in the Bible that I don't believe either. So it's kind of this like I I don't think that there was a, a flood that covered the entire world. Well, there actually is some scientific evidence about the idea that the flood came after the Ice Age. There's, there is definitely a lot of ideas that there was a flood, but not a flood that covered every single landmass. Yeah, and my guess is it was kind of an exaggeration, like an exaggeration yeah. of the truth. But that's the thing. I think we can look at Islam and just say, well, Christianity has some pretty significant claims, but they're kind of believable if we look back in this time and age you know, back to what we know about uh, history now and science. And uh, Islam is just fucking that on steroids mixed with a nice cocktail of insanity. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, 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 um, God claim, like, there are hints in the Bible that the, that the earth is flat in God's eyes, but there, it's just hints. When we look at the Quran, it's flat out says as, as the, the, the earth is fucking flat. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember seeing on fucking uh, memory TV, if you know what that is. <laughs> no, um, no, no. Is that is that in the U.S. and in Canada? Um, I don't know. You, you, you know what memory TV is, right? Oh, is it is it on YouTube? I'm guessing it's on YouTube. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Memory TV is a European. I think it's British, a British station that takes programs from the Middle East and translates them with subtitles. So you can see the ridiculous shit that that some people in the Middle East watch on their daily TV, and there was one there, there was one dude who was who was talking about how very clearly the Earth is flat because if the Earth was round and rotated, if you threw a ball into the air, it would it would move like <laughs> down down the street because the Earth was moving. <laughs> and I'm like, you're fu that's so fucking stupid. I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 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 wait! I got a perfect thing for that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just get to it. Let me just get to it. Hold on, hold on. Let me just. Uh, um. Oh, oh shit! One second. One second. One second. Um. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, but before I do, I just want to show you something hilarious. Um. Okay, here we go. Uh, was that was that you? Uh, was that you? Uh, baking a little bit there? Sorry, what? Were you just getting a little baked there? Uh, Sound like a bong. No, man, I'm I'm straight edge. Oh, nice. Hey. Something if you don't have dogs. It does kind of beg the question: Why does Cage stop shooting? He's got him right there. What's stopping? Why the fuck are you watching the Nostalgia Critic? Because it's funny, dude. I enjoy the comedy. Why? What what comedy? <laughs> this part. <laughs> He hasn't done a good video in like six years. Yeah, this is the older videos, dude. <laughs> hold, hold on. So hey, you, you must have heard about Channel Awesome falling apart, right? Oh no, I've heard about it. I don't care for the for the people there. I just I, I was gonna show you the clip, but it was just basically him imitating the idea of Nick Cage is continuously missing uh his targets. 
you know, as to as as like the explanation as to why Cage doesn't kill um cast caster or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here I'll yeah. show I'll show you I'll show you some memory TV. I'm gonna screen share here. Yeah, sure. But the point, but dude, I, I, I'm screen sharing. Oh Christ! Okay, here, here just. Oh, that's th that's how the cocaine, which was mixed in the kebab, got into my body. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure, buddy. Um, let's see. It is told in the hadith that Omar ibn Al Khattab had an anal disease, and the second one says, "Where, where is it? No, 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 no. That's not it." I can't, I can't, I can't. Here it is. Which could be cured only by semen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so, so basically this is pray the gay away, but they found an excuse in the Quran. Yeah. No, in the Hadith, it's different than the Quran. Oh, uh, uh, I don't give a fuck at this point. They're all, they're all just basically fantasy land. Um, well, I mean, not necessarily because you, like you, you, you you as a Christian very very clearly see a difference between the Old and New Testament, right? Oh yeah, but I think you can probably just say Jesus basically said, Yeah, here's the parts that are still relevant, you know. Like if you took the canon version of the Quran and the hadiths, you just look at it and just say, Well, and and the surah and all the and I think isn't there like seven books or something? Uh, I'm not sure exactly how many. I think it's like seven, but whatever. You take the they take you take the canon versions of all of them, and you eliminate anything that doesn't have enough citations. Where Islam will say, "Well, no, we don't actually believe that." And you look at what's left over; it's still what? <laughs> what the hell is this? What am I looking at? <laughs> he is a man of logic and should not be taken seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or this guy here. We came to the conclusion that whoever kills himself is committing suicide. <laughs> Are you sure that was in both ears is the worst? A hundred and fifty percent chance of homosexuality. <laughs> read, read, read it one more time. Read it one more time because every time, every time I talk, all of a sudden it goes away. Okay. Well, you have to click on my name. It'll, it'll it'll stay on my window if you, if you click where it says see how in in the corner there's your name and my name yeah but the problem is I got this fucking Discord getting in my way all the time hold on right. oh there we go <laughs> just click it it'll stay up I know I haven't I haven't learned how to work Discord yet because I literally just got it yesterday and <laughs> there's there's this guy here your friend is a communist who brings you communist books first of all you must stay away from this friend. <laughs> Dude, memory TV is fucking hilarious. I love <laughs> well, they're not. Well, they're not idiot. I don't think from what you said, it doesn't sound like memory TV is the problem. It sounds like they're just translating. They're basically yeah, yeah. yeah. M M memory TV translates other Middle Eastern broadcasts for English. Yeah, yeah my, my guess is they're probably just covering their mouths, trying not to giggle as they do this. <laughs> hey, have you ever heard of um? Jubilee TV. Like, have yeah, you ever... I'll, I'll turn off my screen share now. Oh, Sorry, okay. go ahead. Have you heard of Jubilee TV? Like, Jubilee? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, I really like them because it looks like they're the only people who just take two people of opposite opinions and really just let them talk. You know, like a civilized conversation. I recently subscribed to them, but I would really recommend them because they don't really take a side much. <clears throat> oh, I like, want to go back to something, actually. I, I, I forgot about what it was, and now I remember it. Um... You said that in the Christian community, people wanted to uh, some people wanted to make it illegal to have sex before ma marriage. Um, the problem with that, it's the same problem as what 
uh, Europe's facing now with Sharia courts is that in terms of um, building a nation, you can't have any legal code that supersedes the legal code of the nation. Oh yeah, oh it's I was not going to work. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't promoting it. I wasn't promoting it. In fact, the reason why I created. Hold on. The reason. Um. The reason why I create. How do I get? How do I undo this? Because now it's stuck on me. Uh. Just unclick it. I know. I'm trying to, but it's just not doing shit. Oh. Oh, there we go. Sorry about that. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, dude. Like, um, I like YouTube is always screwing, like changing things on their platform, and I didn't do my. Uh, I haven't started up live streams until we a few months ago. So, you know. No, that's fine. I understand. Yeah. So the thing is, my my thought about this is that you see the reason why I created the, the series I was telling you about was because I thought there is it really so wrong to say that maybe something should be you know a person's personal choice, but people should look down on them for it. You know, like I don't want to tell like if you guys like 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 let's say Sh short fat otaku says I want to get the gift. I want to get it tonight. I'm going to find a nice big hairy fat at at gay man, and I just want him to infect me. I don't think I should have the right to point a gun to your head and say, no, nope, you can't do that. But at the same time, is it really a, wrong, a bad thing to say, you know, dying of a deadly disease maybe should be frowned upon if it's intentional? <laughs> I mean, I, I agree. It's just that um, people always have sets of principles and people almost always never live by those principles 100%. Um, for example, you're Catholic. Have you ever sinned in your entire life? Of course. And, you know, I will never there you go, right? Like, you're not somebody who lives by your principles all the time. You can have those principles and think they're important, but in your actions, you're not, you're not there. Um, now, the problem is that if you make following those principles a legal matter and breaking those principles illegal, you're going to have to arrest every single person on earth. Absolutely. And that's why I was saying I don't want it to be law. I want it to be more of a social you know, like um, taboo, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And I, I think the same thing with pronouns, too. The whole, the whole pronouns thing. Um, you know, for example, if I were to, like, bump into Blair White, you know, yeah. I would obviously refer to her as a woman. Um, and if I didn't, I should, pro I should definitely be uh, socially ostracized for that. However, there shouldn't be a legal cost to not doing it. Yeah, so you, so you kind of agree. With, I think we're in agreement there that regardless of just how what we what we think should be taboos or not we think that taboos are a good thing because they keep people from becoming bad people without putting people in jail for shit that they shouldn't be going to jail for yeah pretty much yeah and i and i think that you know and yeah i totally admit that i have sinned plenty of times over with that being said although i do think that there are some sins that are a lot easier to avoid doing than others you know it's a lot easier to avoid like murdering someone with like a with a tablespoon versus you know um <laughs> versus versus you know watching porn or hell even swearing you know it's a lot easier to avoid the sin i, I don't even consider swearing to be a sin because there isn't a part of the bible that says it is and they just said it say it's rude to do that in front of your parents um but uh it's i think it's a lot easier to not uh, it's like you know like uh tie someone into the back of your truck and turn on your truck uh, and just watch them and scrape get scraped to death versus you know not cursing, yeah. You know I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, right. It's it's like it's like you know, oh, you you um, you stole five dollars from your parents. Oh, big whoop do you fucking do? Cops come, they just say, just give it back to your parents. You're 18, you don't have a mental disorder, and you don't live with your parents anymore. Just give it back. 
versus like he committed an armed robbery. Well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think you and I can both agree it's you shouldn't stone someone to death for you know adultery. But I think back in those barbaric times, considering adultery could cause incest and it could also cause like all sorts of other like social disorder, that was kind of almost the only thing you could do to get someone saint to not do that, right? Um, I don't think it was that. <clears throat> what was it? I, th I think I think the biggest problem with adultery is that um, there was no modern child support apparatus in place, right? So men would, by default, take care of the children um, that that their wives had, whether they were theirs or not, or not, and they would just assume that, oh, these are my kids, obviously. So if if it was discovered that you know a woman slept around and cheated on her husband. Now suddenly the parentage of his kids are in question. Well, not and, only that and, and that, and that's like a, a huge investment on the part of, of the man who's supporting them. So I think that's why it had to have such a, a severe punishment. Nowadays, we don't need that well, no. because, because nowadays we have DNA tests and we can use a, you know, a, a larger, more competent legal system to enforce child support on men who, who have kind of ditched on their responsibilities. Yeah, not only not only that. Um, back then, you know, it was a thousand times harder to live. You die like at like forty. So as you said, it's a huge investment. Well, whatever people think a huge investment is today, times that by a million. Because back then, a huge investment meant that you could put yourself at risk for being eaten by a predator or getting a disease a thousand times over for some kids that aren't even fucking yours, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And plus, it is still a good thing to do. It's still good to be loyal. I just don't think, you know, putting someone in the town square and essentially doing what they do in Pakistan is a good idea. You know? No, no, no I completely agree there. Um, of course, loyalty has also changed, too. I mean, for, for example, if you're like a swinger couple and you and you both consent to, to, to the partners that your partner is having, or if you're like... If you If you're a couple that, like, regularly has threesomes with, like, a third person who, who's not part of the couple... Um, or for some reason, one of you enjoys some weird cuckold fetish. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm very left leaning in terms of what people do, uh, regarding sex. It's Longest just that it's, it's just that one, um, everyone involved has to be informed of what's going on. I think that's important. And two, everyone involved has to be adult enough to understand that it's not just sex. There, there are psychological implications and be able to handle them. And if they can't handle them, then be able to bow out of the situation. Especially, especially, especially um, for women, because women especially have a hard time with that. Because men, you know, men are the pursuers. Women are the are the ones who approve. You know, it's biologically rooted in us that you know it's only very recently where we have all this technology and we and we live this long. So with women considering childbirth is much harder in humans than anyone else. And that's what sex would most usually lead, lead to back in the day before we had condoms and contraception. It is so ingrained in the human, in the female psyche to be careful about how many partners you have. Right. Um, I'm not so sure about that. I think there's definitely, there's probably some biological markers that, that, that trend certain ways, but I think, Especially now, especially in modern culture, um, it's not quite so simple as that. No, no, no. But what I do mean is that, sure, modern culture has opened up a little bit. But here's the thing. As Gat said and a lot of other people, including myself, would say, uh, biology holds culture on a leash. Meaning it doesn't matter how far you've gone with your culture. 
your biology will always <laughs> trump your, your culture. See, I actually disagree with that. I don't think that's the case. I'm definitely not like like a like, like a person who denies biology. Like people people use fucking biological essentialist as a slur, and I don't think it's a slur. I think it's actually um, a reasonable position to hold. Jesus, um, but I, I I don't think that 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 biology is held. Sorry, sorry. I don't think that culture is held completely at the whims of biology at all. I really well, don't. I mean, it depends on what in culture and what in biology. I'm not saying like. Oh, it's biological that you know sugar is is something we 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 um we like. So therefore, we're all going to be fat slobs because it's impossible to ever control your sugar consumption. No, I I mean like when it comes to something as deeply rooted into how we behave as sex, and you know that's why that's why it doesn't matter if a culture wants to be celibate, it'll eventually people will start fucking each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you haven't. No, but that's because, well, first off, um, even though I don't use porn for it, I still masturbate. I'm not going to lie. Well, sure, but nonetheless. Oh, no, no, but I'm saying, oh, well, no, 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 but that's because I plan on eventually finding someone. Okay, but w w what I mean is that your biology hasn't taken over. Y y your biology is not is not putting your, your cultural decision to not have sex on a leash and forcing you to do it. You, you like... The the biology is is the foundation, but it's not the building. Oh no no no! I would never say that. I would say though, you got to look at what parts of the building. I think that biology and culture are all are about fifty fifty. But there are different wings of that building that are made of mostly biology, and others that are made of mostly culture. Would you agree? Um, depends what we're talking about specifically, but no, maybe, saying, maybe not. Like as in wings are wings are a metaphor for different parts of how we live our life. You know, some parts are more influenced by culture, while others are more influenced by biology. Well, I, I honestly think that sex is probably more influenced by by culture. Frankly, I, I'm definitely on that side of it, and it's because it's because, for example, um, I, I don't know what's it, what's it, here. You, you know, you're, you're a great example. You've chosen not to have sex despite the biological imperative to do so. If, you know, if you're, I may, you're an example right there. If I may, also, like. People can, and you know, people hate to hear this, but it's the honest truth. People can control to a large degree um, what they're interested in sex just through exposure. You know, I mean, th there's that comic that's going around. It's a fucking meme comic. It's about the the redheaded boy who sees trap porn for the first time and is like, it's it's called the the six stages of trap porn. Let me find it. Hold on. Hey, but before you continue, I just like to say part of the other reason why is because. First off, I actually plan on getting. Uh, well, I'll, I'll keep that to myself because I'd rather Instagram just find out just by looking at me. But uh, and I don't plan on transitioning or anything like that. You know, I'll just say it. I have a slightly off jawline. It's not really that severe, so I plan on just having corrective surgery just to make it you know symmetrical and whatever. But I also work out and I also have a good sense of fashion. So I think part of the reason why I'm able to control myself is because I, I don't feel insecure in that I don't feel like I can't get a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think biology would immediately say, if you can't get a girl, you, you become desperate. And, you know, because of biology is saying, no, 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 no. We need, we need to release and we can't just have it be into the toilet all the time. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I'm going to screen share because I found the comic I'm talking about. And you will, you will probably have recognized, it's called the stage of accepting that traps are gay. Can you see that? Can, can you, there we go. Oh, you've seen this before? Wait, let me just let me just uh let me, oh god damn I'm Discord get stop popping yeah. you know what I'm just gonna do something hold on 
Yeah. Okay, there we go. Now Discord won't continue to update. Sorry. There we go. Because it keeps coming on the side of my of my uh, of my uh, of my computer, so it blocks half of what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Here, can, can you can you see? Can, yeah, I can, can you see it. that that comic? Yeah. WTF? Those girls are dudes. Uh, I mean, and it's it's not gay, right? It's fucking in general. It, it's turning people gay and, and hate them. Blah 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 blah. Um, but it's it's a, I but put it in in doggy, daddy, daddy. Oh, so he so he became a he, trap himself. He goes he goes from shock to denial to anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And that this it, it's a funny comic because it shows a a, a straight guy um, comes across really cute trap porn, and then over time, just he he kind of has to wrestle with the fact that he found those 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 girls um, attractive. He wrestles with it. He gets angry about it. Um, he he says it's not gay. It's not gay because I like it. And then he says, "I guess I'm gay." And then he just kind of fully embraces it. This is obviously a joke comic. Yeah. This actually does somewhat accurately describe how people can be acclimated to new to new fetishes over time. Well, plus also, isn't it partially the, the influence of him not being able to accept that perhaps because he's young and because he's never seen other porn before, it's easier to it's um, easier to like it and that because he's unwilling to accept it because he's unwilling to accept it. He, his mind doesn't stop thinking about it. I mean, I'm pretty sure if he just said, yeah, I saw that for the first time. Maybe if I saw other forms of porn, it'd be easier to not make a big deal out of it, but because he's constantly thinking and, and the kid looks young. So, you know, it's before he's kind of emotionally matured, like a guy, our age, like, like if you were straight, do you really think that you'd be as into as into like men as you are um if you had if you had if you had maybe started watching porn at 16 or something like that and i definitely think that there's like like a formative year age age window where where this this type of thing can happen more easily and but but i also do think that it it can happen basically eventually to, to anybody i think if you expose yourself to different stimulus long enough you will eventually become acclimated to it. And I think that also works for sex. I think that you can have people who are, you know, completely vanilla in their sexual tastes, develop fetishes through exposure. Well, I, I, so, so people who say that you, you can't, you know, I, I was born gay and that's how he's like, I mean, maybe you were, but it's not like it's completely immutable. And we can like, at the same time, I don't want I don't want to suddenly come off. Like, I don't think that gay marriage should exist or anything like that. Cause I do think it should exist. It's just that, I, I don't think that the argument um, being gay is inherent in my biology. Therefore, I need to be allowed to get married to, to another man or another woman if you're if you're a yeah. lesbian. Well, I, don't no, think, no, I don't think that's a good argument. Uh, but uh, okay, uh, so uh, Taco, I'm just gonna say this. Uh, I think it's a little more complicated than that. In that, um, coming from, I actually have like a good amount of background in. Uh, I won't say um, how I do because you know NDAs can't do that. Um, mm-hmm. But I do have a good amount of background in uh, in psychology. Um, I'm not saying like I am a psychologist. I'm not. I'm saying I have uh, worked in places where you uh, will encounter um, people of uh, who who you're going to have to understand how how they think. I'm not going to say more than that. Um, that being said, it actually is more biological than you think when it comes to sex because of the there's four there's three parts of the brain. The first part being um, the reptilian, the second part being the mammalian, the last part being the human. The most old and ancient, and it's pretty much where most of sex is, is in the reptilian. 
And that is very, very hard to make gay. With that being said, yes, it's it's possible that you can do that. But at most, usually most guys will say, I'm not really gay, but I will probably be okay maybe having a little gay sex on the side. But I would never marry a gay man. If they were straight and they watched straight porn along with gay porn during their uh, years of adolescence. And usually it just means that they'd be kind of bisexual, but they would never marry a man. In fact, if anything, they would probably, like, like if they could have sex with anyone they wanted for the rest of their lives, as often as they want to, every time they fucked a dude, they'd fuck um, a woman about eight or ten times. From most yeah. research. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I, I kind of agree with that, yeah. Yeah, and not only that, it's I don't like I said I don't have a problem with gay people. In fact, I think, I think when God said that it was that's wrong to be gay, I think what He's saying is that when He says lie with another man, well, you actually got to look at a lot of the context that is around. A lot of times He was talking about things like orgies and shit like that. Now He was saying that it was bad to be gay, but He was talking more about deviancy for the sake of deviancy, and. And what do you and I think and as you said, it's more it's more of a choice than people think. He's he was saying, you know, um, and he was even focusing more on marriage versus um versus um because the Romans, the pagans, a lot of these people encouraged like large orgies amongst the wealthier people. They actually had large orgies, if you didn't know that. So he was Not saying that. Yeah. So he was saying it's I and so when you look at it, now I am stretching, so I will say that I could be wrong, but it seems like what he was saying is that to participate in these large orgies and to not be married to a woman. Like, he, he would be bad. He wasn't even, I don't think he was completely saying that being gay was wrong. I think he was, what he was saying is, since there's a certain amount of choice in it, you should choose to inevitably have a, a family with a woman, even if you have a lust for a man. You know, not like you should be ashamed of it. And that you should avoid um, steering away from the nuclear family and spreading disease and whatnot. Yeah, I, I can see I can see part of that. I also, but I also don't think that that's uh, all that important anymore either, because we like we we've we've got a lot of different people on the earth now. We we don't like not everyone needs to reproduce anymore. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I wasn't saying. Uh, I was more talking about the lore. I was mainly talking about the lore of what Christians say, so that way people don't misinterpret it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like for example, I I don't think I'm ever going to have children. I really am not suited for 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 that kind of thing. And I'm fine with that. My but girlfriend doesn't want kids either, and we're, we we we've already planned out a life for ourselves that that doesn't involve children, and instead involves other things that are just as fulfilling. It's just that you know, you don't back, want to shame, people. You don't want to shame back, people for wanting kids, do you? No, of course not. No. I mean, there there there's obviously. I think there actually is probably some reasonable shame involved in it at this point. But that's on like a macro level because there are people who reproduce way too fucking much, who take up way too much of the social safety net, who take up way too much of, of the limited resources we have in the planet. And there are people who, who just mindlessly reproduce and just absorb everything. And it's obviously a big problem. Unless they do that without realizing how much it's hurting the kids. Um, I mean, I'm sure there are some people that just don't get it, but there are people outright. And I've, I've met these people in real life. They know that having way more kids than replacement rate is long-term bad for their kids, for themselves, for everyone else around them, and they do it anyway. Well, depends say, on oh, what well, somebody else's problem. They just say it, and then it's like that is extremely fucking ignorant. 
Well, it depends on to what degree, actually. I would say because, you know, I know some people with 12 kids and they're not doing too bad. But I would say for me, it's six. I don't think I should have more than that. Not because I care about other people. Fuck other people. You know, team. team. How Christian of you? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the Bible says you should love all people. But it, it has kind of almost an Ayn Rand kind of belief in that you should love all people. But you shouldn't let yourself be taken advantage of. You know what I mean? Yeah, but cer certainly having six children goes far beyond the mandate of don't get taken advantage of. Yeah, but who creates that mandate and how much evidence is there? You know what I mean? I think I think there's a fair amount of evidence, in fact. You know, for for example, um, I do straight up believe that, that climate change is real and is caused by humans. So if you have a bunch of first world babies that are going to rapidly accelerate that and do and have a, a huge carbon footprint, that's obviously a problem. Uh, and that's, I think, where we disagree, because I think that you know, climate change is definitely influenced by us, but I think that it's heavily exaggerated just how much, and to the point where, to the point where we're barely doing anything at all. And it depends on, and it depends on the lifestyle and the culture of the, uh, of the nation that they live in, because we can't deny that, you know, despite, you know, regardless of how, how many people are in China, even if there weren't, even if there were only as many as there are in the United States, in the same landmass, um, China definitely over doesn't care about how much pollution they make. Um, I actually disagree with that. I, I read an article about two weeks ago that stated that they're finally starting to set um, green energy measures because, and, and and here's the thing, they're not doing it because of pollution necessarily, though that that's a factor because um, China is heavily polluted and, and they they're starting to see like a lot of their production falter because of how much how much pollution there is they're realizing that oil's running out and they're thinking okay well wh where where is china going to be in a hundred years if we have all this oil-based technology and no oil to run it so they're actually doing the smart thing by investing in, in non-oil energy tech well no i don't think that's a bad thing what i'm saying is think about it. china has been doing that for years but it only recently started doing what you talk about because now it's going to hurt them um, maybe it also might be, might be the case. That they just haven't reached that level of development yet. Like yeah. I, this, this, is, this isn't necessarily peak oil, but it's an, it's an idea that I've been, I've been floating around in my head for a while. Um, yeah. let's say your civilization requires so much oil, some, some amount of oil at minimum to build a new technology that will not use oil. So you have to go through, through the, the cultural evolutionary process of going from the bronze age to the iron age to, to the Renaissance, to, to um, the beginning of industrialization, you bring in coal using the power of coal. You discover oil, oil, you bring in oil. Now using the power of oil, you can bring in, you know, nuclear or solar or wind or something that will, that, that will not pollute the way that oil and coal will. However, if your society uses up all of the oil, without transitioning to that technology, that, that new post oil technology, how are you going to do it? Because if you needed oil to do it and now all the oil has gone, you're just kind of fucked. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think that there's actually like a bridge that, that societies in general have to cross and they only have a, a very limited amount of time to cross them no, no, to no, go from oil to post oil. I don't, I don't disagree, but there's a lot of evidence that there's a lot of oil that people are not willing to admit there is. It's just that we already use so much of it that if we made no change, it'd be gone as fast as they predict. The problem is, is that there's so much oil that if we slow down even a little bit, it's going to definitely leave enough to transition. 
But that's the thing. It should be a transition because the technology is getting a lot better, but it's nowhere near where we need it to be to be long-term usage. And for, and for countries that are poor, we need to stop telling them to not use oil because, first off, we use way more of it than Latin America does on a daily basis. But also, here's the big thing. The reason why we're able to transition is because we have developed our economies because it's an economic issue, too, to the point where we can transition to the point where it becomes economically feasible. But these people in like Latin America, like Mexico and Colombia, they can't do that because we've literally they have to develop their economies and develop their nation out of that way to do that. Um, they they do. But there's also I mean, the the SJWs are not going to are not going to like to hear this. But uh, in general, um, colonization, European colonization of the world was in long term a good thing. There was a lot of bad things done. Uh, cultures were destroyed. People were enslaved. Lots of people died. It was it was a fucking bloodbath that should have been avoided. However, you can't deny that, for example, North America's native population is living a better life now, even with broken treaties and alcoholism, and and a, and a loss of cultural identity. They're living a better life now than when they lived in in teepees and didn't know how to work bronze yet. You know, there, oh, there's there, there's an improvement, and and frankly, I think like if 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 Western nations, if Canada and the United States and, and Europe and Japan and 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 these G8 nations turn into post-oil powerhouses, they discover or they invent new ways of running running their their um their energy systems that are cheap and easy and cause almost no damage to the environment. Once they have that shit up and running. I think there probably is some kind of humanitarian imperative to share that with the rest of the world. And the SJWs can cry all they want about colonization. It would be the right thing to do. I, I think so. I think to a certain degree, uh, here's one thing that I'll say. Now, I don't want to overly give. I mean, there's plenty of obvious, like, have you seen Lauren Southern's video about, I know I'm mentioning, mentioning her a lot. And honestly, trust me, I've called her out plenty of times too. Uh, I just haven't made a video quite yet, but I got one in the works. You probably um, just want to ram her before what? marriage. Before marriage. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait a minute. Is that a sex joke? I can't tell. Yeah, dude, before marriage. Well, come on. She's, she's 100% one of those trad thoughts, right? No, I don't think so. Because the thing is, she she's perfectly happy with showing off that she's pretty, but she doesn't show cleavage. And... I don't know if she's – here's the thing. I will never say she's trad until I meet her because I don't think – because I don't care what you promote on your channel and how you do it. If I don't know you in real life, I have no idea if you live by that or not. Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. Cleavage? She doesn't have any cleavage to show off. Okay, here. Look at this fucking picture of her. There's okay. no cleavage to show off, man. Here, I'll, I'll, sh I'll screen share this shit. Yeah, go ahead. What cleavage? There's no, nothing there's there. there. There's stuff there. Yeah, barely. No, there's no, no. Can I, can I finish? Can I finish? What I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. In order to be a thought, you have to only, you, you have to, you have to only promote the trad while not actually living it. You know what I mean? Like you have to be someone who's just purely in it, um, not giving any value in return. As in, you're essentially a whore, but you say you like trad traditional family. So in other words. I, I would absolutely put Brittany Venti in there because she doesn't provide a product or service in return. Lauren Southern's Patreon allows her to actually report on shit. So 
even if she knows, and I'm pretty sure she knows that most law guys look at her because she's pretty. I'm not sure she's she's admitted to that. She said, "Yeah, that's fine." Um, but what she's but she does actually go out into the world and make real content. You know, it would be kind of like saying, like, "Oh, you know, like I don't know, fucking um, Colin Farrell is a trad thought because let's say Colin Farrell wasn't an actor, but he looked the same. He's a handsome guy. He's a good-looking guy, and he and he works out." Well, he can't report on shit, you know, and he can't have a Patreon and because he's pretty, because he looks good. You know what I mean? She actually does make quality content. And believe me, I've called out a lot of women who pretend to do the same thing. I think Brittany Venti, and actually, Brittany Pettibone isn't there because she definitely covers up. But um, she, uh, but she, I actually think that Brittany Venti, sorry, Pettibone, uh, that both of them are trat or. How do I say it? Trad thought? Almost with Pettibone. 100% with Venti. Pettibone puts out content that's pretty much just... Let's just talk to the camera 90% of the time. And it bores me the fuck to death. Like, like she's a nice girl. She seems like a nice person. She Like, you don't personally have a problem with her, do you? Uh, Brittany Venti? No, Pettibone. Uh, Venti is just annoying. Venti... <laughs> I find annoying. Venti funny. I think I think she's a hundred percent. Venti's a hundred percent a thought, a track. Oh yeah, she absolutely is. But I think she she probably if she if she decided to go, to go down that route, I think she has uh, a future as like a video game streamer or something. I don't think she makes any serious content though. I don't think she oh, could. Yeah, but I'm saying Pettybone is at least kind of in the middle in that she makes content and she does use her Patreon and Patreon for shit. But I think we can both agree. Lauren Southern actually tries to go out there and be a real reporter. But she doesn't care that people look at her in, in a sexual way. She doesn't try to like be overly sexual. But I mean, if if someone goes up to her and sees her on the beach and takes a picture of her in a bikini, that's not the same thing as like having a, a, a push-up bra and and having a deep V and jiggling all the time. Most of the time, she's pretty um, conservative with the clothes she wears. Yeah, but he, here's the thing: the 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 inherent. Um contradiction of the trad thought stereotype is that the 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 traditional role of a woman is not to be a reporter like lauren southern it's uh, to be married at her age and having kids oh so, but yeah but that could but i so, so that means that they're all basically trad thoughts because they, they talk about traditional life that they don't actually live traditional life they do well, other things that's a matter of whether she's found someone of quality because i could there's plenty of girls I've gone on dates with that I could have honestly that are not bad that I actually enjoy talking to I could have stayed in with a relationship with and I realized they weren't enough like they like and I'm not like one of those people who needs like the most ridiculous absolute traditional hot supermodel for a wife but they did not come close enough to my standards they're nice but they were not good enough how do we know we don't know her personally so we don't know that she's not just waiting for the right guy so we can't say, and this is the this is the thing. This is why I get annoyed with Rooch V. Because here's the thing, I would not be surprised if if Lauren Southern is going into BDSM and clubs and getting fucked by five guys every night. <laughs> I don't know her. I don't know her. I can't say that. I can't lie and say I don't. I know that. Okay, I want that to be clipped and taken out of context. And <laughs> you know what? I know that I know that Sargon has has a direct line to her. I'm gonna ask him for it, and I'm gonna fucking send that clip. Oh 
<laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> that being said, I also don't know if she's a virgin. Nobody knows that. And I will never pretend to know that. That's why I get annoyed at people like Rushvi, who actually called out Lauren Rose, who doesn't even have a Patreon, and said that she was not traditional, despite the fact that you don't know that. Plus, you know, traditional in the modern sense should mean maybe if you're if you were married to a guy and you have enough kids and you can't afford to, you know, raise them with just your in, with just your husband's salary, you get a part-time job, he gets a full-time job. If you can, you stay home with the kids, but maybe until you get married, you work. I don't see how that'd be a bad thing. So, and here's the thing. Like I said, I have no idea what she does. I don't know. And Lauren, if you're listening, I'm never going to pretend I know you. I've never met you, and I refuse to... to I refuse to meet you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, do not pretend I... That I, that I said that, okay? But, <laughs> you, you get my point, though, right? Yes. Yeah. So my, my point is this, and I got a little I got a little energetic there because there are so many people who will fucking tweet me at this for this shit. But you really should know the person as a person first. You really should. And you should have evidence. And here's the thing. I want to debate Rushvi because 90% of what he does is just say any girl who looks good cannot do good work and to the point where he was since to the point where his conversation went from all oh, these women are not trad because they're making money off their looks to lauren southern cannot do a good documentary about south africa because boobs and a pretty face you know and a slim body you know you can't it, like like that 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 it is impossible to be a pretty person and actually do a good quality job in anything and my response was you have to separate the art from the artist i if she was just a pretty face oh fuck i'd call her out instantly because I always hate when people worship at a woman's feet. I hate that. It, my parents divorced when I was very young. And they weren't even my real parents. Um, I'm Latino, in case you didn't know. And I'm actually an immigrant to the U.S. Uh, a legal one. A legal one, which is why I'm conservative in the first place. So mm -hmm. I already learned very very in a very painful way that the people you love are not perfect. And you can't put them on a pedestal. These were people that took me in. They weren't even my real parents, and they broke my heart. So I hate when people put them on a pedestal, but I think you and I can both agree it's stupid to say that a female cannot make a good, good, a good, do a good job at stuff um, just because she's pretty. You know what I mean? No, I get it. But I also see the, the alternative because a, a lot of that stuff, there is a logical side to it because you can get a woman who does, like, okay work not great but not bad and she's gonna skyrocket because of her looks oh absolutely absolutely it's just that uh, and this is mainly going back to the rush v argument when she when he was uh, at first debating britney venti then the girl named annika came on then lauren came on and his he all he kept doing was just constantly saying i don't want to talk to you and every time someone brought up a point about here's how i think we did legitimately good work he just said it doesn't matter you're female Therefore, it cannot be good. Like he was saying the work itself cannot be good. And he's and he and he and they asked him, like, have you seen it? Have you actually looked at it? And he said, No, but I refuse to. It's like, well then what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, make up your mind. Like, if you like, here's the thing. I think that um, I think that there's a lot of people like I here's the thing. I know Lauren's gonna get mad at me for calling out her friend Brittany. And like I said, I have no personal problem with Brittany. Petty bone, not fancy, but petty bone, because she seems like a nice girl. She seems like if I met her in real life, she'd be nice to me and be nice to you. I don't have a personal problem with her. I don't like a lot of her content because I think a lot of times it's just talking to the screen. It's not a, a lot of investigation. It's not a whole lot of anything. 
You know, and she's clearly someone who probably gets the attention she does because of the way she looks. Do you get what I mean? You know? Yeah. It, it, it can be sometimes hard to um, to, to determine which is which. Because like, if you get, like, a girl who does nothing and blows up because of her looks, that's obviously bad. But you can get a girl who does some good work, and she's still going to blow up because of her looks, but also people are going to discount her because of her looks without even looking at her work. Right. So it does it does go both ways. And I think at some point you just got to let people say whatever they're going to say, put out the content you do, and try to just be an honest person regardless. I think that's the best thing, right, for anyone, even male. Yeah, yeah, because I mean I'm not very good looking, but I still put I still put stuff out. <laughs> yeah. And regardless, you just got to play the cards you tell because you can't control what other people think and you shouldn't try to. You should realize people are going to think whatever they want. They have their own minds. As long as you know that you've met the standards you want to meet, good enough, right? Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, you don't need to compete with other people. You just need to compete with yourself, I think. Yeah. You were so going to send Sarg on that clip, aren't you? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Actually, no, no, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll just I'll just ask him for Lauren Souther's contact info, and I'll send it to her myself. Well, okay, yeah, and you're probably going to get the real the, the email address she actually uses rather than whatever the fuck, you know, it's on her page. <laughs> Every, people do seem to have, like, their own backdoor emails that they actually watch that don't get given out. It, it, I, and I don't blame them. Like, like important. No, not, no, not important. That's the wrong word. Um, people who are busy, you know? People yeah. who would get like thousands of emails a day, they do have like a private one that has nothing to do with their online persona that they just kind of talk to. Well, and I don't blame them. Well, yeah, because if eventually, if you're like being tweeted at and messaged at by like a thousand and one people, eventually you gotta like, you gotta you gotta protect yourself. You know, and there's psychos out there. Um, it's not just psychos; it's just the fact that you have no fucking time. Like Sargon's channel, for example, is, is eight hundred thousand. Uh, subs it, it's yeah. it's reasonably sized he does a lot of work he, he's busy a lot of the time um but he there's still a skype group with a bunch of us in it and we, and we don't collude it's not like a fucking game journal pros situation we hang out and we we play video games together sometimes and that's about it like uh, like 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 on pay, playstation or xbox live whatever that shit is yeah, yeah. There, there's like 10 of us and that's about it you know <laughs> can i join you guys no I, it's not my group i can't invite people <laughs> <laughs> Sargon, Sargon, I will no, nah, I'm kidding. I will never suck your dick. <laughs> Screw that. I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather never join your group than bow down at someone else's rod. <laughs> but, but you're cool, dude. <laughs> he, 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 he's a nice guy. I disagree with him a healthy amount. And and despite the 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 undeserved, in my opinion, persona he has online. Or like like people people seem to think that like he you know like the the uh, the soy father meme you've seen oh, that oh yeah right? yeah well, shit like that is it really that bad if if no it's not that bad at all he he's very down to earth and I I disagree with him a, a, a fair amount and he he listens to criticism and he goes okay no I understand what you're trying to say yeah well and the thing is about the whole soy father thing it's the thing is I could understand if maybe a woman had raised her kids um for a for a good six years, never took them to their parents, you know, as in like, as in like their grandparents or whatever, worked a bunch of jobs and, uh, and had a bunch of dates with bad boys and never married them and said, I don't want to ever date another guy like this again. It was stupid the first time. And then she finds someone like Sargon and says, listen, I need to know who you are. 
because I made a huge mistake in the past, right? You know, that's not it's it's not preferable. But Sargon's an older dude. If something goes wrong, he has a he has a way out. You know, he knows that if that if like that he could have someone else. You know, so for us young guys, it's like a trap. You know, it's like a Venus flytrap. Like, <laughs> I'm not that young. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking. Oh, oh, whoops, uh, wrong language. Sorry, I just yeah, meant. I I think Sar Sargon's 37. I'm 31. Oh wow. No, I was meant to, I meant to the people watching. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but you get what I'm trying to say. You know, like it's safer for you guys than it is for us because you know we're young, we're poor. Well, I'm not poor, but although I'm definitely saving a lot. I, in fact, I don't spend a lot. I can only have a lot of money to spend on what I like. But that's because there's so many expenses. Um, I probably shouldn't say this, but I actually got hit in the hearts really, really hard, like in the chest, and it stopped my heart for like ten seconds a while back. Oh, how was that? Uh. <laughs> Just imagine, just imagine like um, this is what everyone feared about Martin Squarely when it comes to the pills I had to take, and the prices. So yeah, that was a that was a trip. I got airlifted out. How how lovely! <laughs> but I made a full recovery, so don't worry. But you know, there's that. Well, I'm actually curious about it now. Um, what happened? Like, so if if your heart stops for ten seconds, did you pass out? Like, what was it like? Oh, basically, I started going into a coma. Um, I was revived in that. Here's the thing. It was just long enough where I didn't die. Like I was, I was like my heart's. It wasn't even completely stopped. It, was, it went to like into super slow mode. Like as in like, as in like effectively, I could not move. I fell down. I could not move. Completely paralyzed. Um, and my dad was right there. I'm not gonna say too much more than that because you know locations, um, names, shit like that. You know, gotta keep myself safe. Uh, yeah. but but um, but yeah, but. I was revived by my dad. Um, and so I wasn't airlifted out because I was, you know, I had my heart like gone. No, I was airlifted out when I was already awake. It, but, you know, I was in a certain location where it'd be hard to get an ambulance there, um, of which I will not describe. And I, that does serious damage when it stops for that long, especially to your overall body. Well, well, when you were awake, what did it feel like? Like you're, oh, you're awake, you're awake you're out. How, how did you feel? Uh, it literally feels like you start to feel your skeleton materialize. Like it's, it, it's, it, it, it's so hard to describe because it happened once, but it was so viscerally, like I was sort of becoming conscious. Like it was almost like, 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 you know, that flash that you put like on, like, um, what's it called? Fuck. Uh, like, like if you're, if you, I don't know if you use Vegas or Adobe or whatever, but, um, uh, I use Adobe. Yeah. Okay, so basically both have this. Both have this as a transition. When you have that transition of to white and into a next clip or whatever, it's like that, but your whole body's experiencing that. And while my while my heart was out and I was unconscious, it it was it literally felt like no time had passed at all when I woke up. When it, when I woke up, whoops, woke isn't a word. Uh, but um, you you get what I mean? Because like you literally don't know that it's happening. You're that's how that's how it feels. You you don't remember going to sleep. You remember the few seconds before that, and then done. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a surgery at one point when I was knocked out for about an hour and a half. And unlike sleeping, where you generally have a sense of time. Yeah. Like, if, if, you, if you go to sleep, and you wake up, like, in the middle of the night, 
you can kind of guess whether it's like one o'clock or four o'clock in the morning, right? You, you like you like you don't have it down to an exact science, but you can generally guess how long you've been asleep. Yeah, you, you have at least some kind of temporal record in your head regarding how long you've been out. But when I was put under um, for the surgery, um, it didn't feel it, it did feel like no amount of time had passed on some level, but it also felt like an almost infinite amount of time had passed when I woke up. Like it was a completely unknown number. I was aware of not being awake, but there was just nothing for that. No information. Time. No, it was like zero. It feels, it feels like you could have been asleep for ever since winter fell, or you could have been asleep for like a milliseconds. Like you cannot, and it's not so much like you feel both. It's like you feel a little bit of both, but you really just don't know what you feel. You don't know what it is. You're just like, it's it's like it's like if everyone has a has a clock in their head, someone just smashed the pieces and threw it in a fire, and then they gave you a new one when you woke up. Yeah, yeah. So it, I mean, for me as as an atheist, um, I'm reasonably certain that that's probably what death feels like, but on a permanent scale. Yeah. Like there's 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 basically no coming back from that, and there's no even recognizing that you're gone. So when you come back as a zombie, what do you think will be what it'll be like? Probably pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I've actually got to get going, man. We've been go we've been at this like an hour and a half, haven't we? Holy fucking! I think we have. But dude, uh, yeah, I wasn't planning on having you too much longer. But before you go, I would, I would like to say, I would like to say, you seem like a smart guy, and obviously, I'm conservative. You're liberal. Mm -hmm. This is what I love about people when they actually treat them like a human being. It's, it's really kind of nice to know. Sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up and let and just talk to people. You know, just be nice. Be nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, at, at the same time, though, you, you, like liberals and conservatives can generally do that. It's SJWs and and communists and Marxists on one side, and then it's like the alt right and, and the white identitarians and the actual Nazis in the on the other side. They're never gonna fucking do that. Yeah. Oh, and it, and it depends on who you talk to too. Have you? Um, I'll give. Um, if you want. Um, I think you should try interviewing um wife with a purpose. She's very very nice. And she doesn't think of any one race as superior. She just thinks that they're different, and that there there shouldn't be one nation with uh, with um with half and half of any one race. You know that it should be mostly one and a little bit of the other. And I don't completely agree with her all the way. I mean, I'm one of those people who believes that race is real, but it's not the most important thing in the world. You know, what I mean, it's very. See, I, I would rather have a whole bunch of different races. Uh, in one in one nation, because then you can very easily bang each member of the, of each race. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. Check no, that I'm, list I'm, off. I'm telling you what I think. I wasn't trying to tell you. You know, the, I was I was telling you what she thinks. I wasn't trying to say <laughs> that I believe that I oh, want one. I, I was in a, I was in a Twitter conversation with Millennial Woes oh. a couple months ago, and I was like, "Listen, you can't just." throw out all the black people in the United States. They've been there for hundreds of years. They've, they have generations of citizens in the U S you can't say no, the U S is, is now a white ethno state. Like even forgetting the slave part, because that, that part is bad enough. The fact that they've been there for hundreds of years. And so have you, so have white people rather that gives them just as much right to be there continuously as, as white people do. I think, I think that's actually a very good argument. Like, like why you can't just send all the black people back to Africa there in the States. It's, it's a ridiculous argument. Yeah. Um, and then somebody, somebody else, uh, like he, he said, well, that's not the case with Europe with Europe. These are like recent Muslim, uh, pe people who have arrived and are ruining things. And I'm like, yeah, I agree in that case. They should, they, they got to go fucking back. 
because and not because of their race, not even because of their religion, but because of the fact that they don't want to integrate into the host culture. They want to just yeah, they want to force the host culture culture to eventually integrate into it, and that's obviously a problem. Um, yeah, and I'll say but, that. But, but, but here, here, here's here's where I'm going with this though, because it was really funny. Some I think one of like millennial woes's friends jumped in and was like, "I just don't see why you wouldn't want uh, black people in in uh in your country." In your white country, so I, I just started posting him pictures of like the most beautiful black women I could find, <laughs> just over and over and over. And I was like, "Here's why. Here's why. I, I will gladly take this over the white ethno state." <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing: I'm not in favor of the ethno state, except for in Israel, because let's be honest, that is an ethno state. Um, well, on. it's not the only ethno state because because Israel's an ethno state, Japan's an ethno state. Japan yeah. is very ethnically homogenous. You yeah. Know? But the reason why I wouldn't be in favor of an ethno state in the U.S. is a lot of what you said. Because the thing is, um, the thing is, I only think that countries that are so they have such a unique culture and they have no one coming in, you know, legally that's of a different race. I'd say, uh, you know, um, I believe more in the nation state. I'm a civic nationalist, but I don't, I don't agree with a lot of people in the alt right. With, with that being said, I think the biggest argument you could say is, okay. So all these people came over in slave ships. Now, I'm not saying, like, oh, all white people are now responsible for slavery. No, Africans fucking enslaved each other. But we did forcibly take these people over to America against their will. Now they all got to go back? What the fuck is that supposed to be? Slavery wasn't right in the first place. What the hell? You know what I mean? No, I, I agree. Like, the, the way I see it is that I obviously can't control anything that happened before I was born. I certainly can't control anything that happened before I was um, voting age um, in my own country, let alone other countries, you know, yeah. but now, now I'm an adult. I, now I can vote. I can run for office if I want. I have, um, I have a voice that I can project if I need to. And I have some level of, of a civic responsibility. Short, so, fat like, short fat otaku for, for, for prime minister. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, with, with the fucking people we have running here, I could probably do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but, but the situation is like, people are saying, Oh, well, you know, everyone has to go back and re-give North America to, um, to, 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 to its native population. And I'm like, well, no, you know, it might not be fair that white people are here now, but it would cause a greater injustice to make all white people leave, you know? Yeah. And oh, and then they say, oh, well, you did it to us in the past. Well, I didn't do it to you in the past. And I had no, con I have no control over that. You know, if, if something happened before I had even the smallest amount of control over a situation, one, not only can I not be held responsible for it, but two, you know, I, I don't think I'm, I, I, I don't even think that I should it advocate for its reversal. You know what I mean? Like if, if for example, um, Oh, here's a great example. Yeah. If for example, the middle East wanted to colonize Europe right now, which they seem to, they seem to want to do this because it hasn't happened yet. I can say reasonably, no, you shouldn't do that because obviously colonization in general is a bad thing, especially if you, if you intend to colonize in order to, um, abuse its native population obviously that's a bad thing what now colonization has happened in the past i can't do anything about and it would be to undo that damage would be to deal even greater damage to another population so you can't undo the damage you just got to do the best of what you have um yeah. and but that's stuff it's basically it's in the past you, you know? mind because i know you got to go but i we real quickly before we go 
I was going to say the biggest reason why I wanted you on is because of the fact that Canadian politics are decently different from American politics. I don't want to say they're like an alien, like, you know, like Islamic courts. At least not yet. Uh, you know, from from uh, from American politics. But I did. I wanted to talk to you about that. But because you're out of time, we're out of time. Maybe well, we can do it for like five minutes or so. What do you want to know? All right. Well, before we do that, I would like to say um, I would like to say um, that uh, it is really good that people like you are out there because I really do think you are making people more educated. And I think you and I can both agree on this. Are you kind of glad that YouTube became more of your thing when you became older versus younger? You know, well, it wasn't. I just, I just, I was just unknown. I'm still unknown, to be fair. I have, I have 33,000 subs, which is in the grand scheme of YouTube, nothing. However, dude, I spent. Dude, dude, I have 62. Stop, bitch. No, I know what you mean. I know, I know what you mean. I know, I know what you mean, man. But like, I, I'm no fucking Logan Paul here, right? Mm -hmm. But, yeah. but like, I spent 2008 to 2015, slowly growing from zero to a. About five thousand subs. Oh, so I've been around for a very long time doing stuff, and nobody's fucking watched. I meant for maturity reasons because there's so many things that I wanted to do for a YouTube channel when I was a kid, and I look back and I say, "Oh no, no!" And I realized if I had, I would become the personality of Logan Paul. I know everyone hates him for the Suicide Force. My response is, he's not a bad person when he does that. He's not a good person when he does that. He's an idiot looking for views and money. I hate to <laughs> read into what's not there. You know what I mean? it's they're, they're reading into things that are not there. He's not a sociopath. He's just an immature He's an immature 12-year-old. He's 22, but he's like got the mind of a 12-year-old. You know, that's what he is. Well, see, I actually see it differently. I wish that I had found my YouTube groove uh, the first year I started the channel rather than now. And that's solely because I would therefore have like eight years on me right now. You know, um, like I, I would be eight, I would, I'd be eight years younger. Therefore, I'd have eight more years of time to build myself up, as well as I would have the increased energy that comes with being 23 instead of 31. Well, also, I'm going to just, you said it yourself, your health might be a part of that too. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a fat shit. That I, and that that's true. Like I I I am very aware. Like I, I'm at I'm at a, a weird weight range right now, where I there's like a I've discovered because I used to be very very fat, like like over 300 pounds fat, yeah. and then I worked myself down to 180, and now I'm sitting at about 220, and I like myself at 180. I, I kind of let myself go there for a few years again, oh. but um, you you don't sound like a very oh you are short than uh. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm well. It's short. It's in the name. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's good. I just thought that was. I just thought that was kind of the uh, stereotype of the otaku's. Uh, you know what I mean? The no, no, no. I'm actually short too. But um, I, I discovered there's a tipping point for me, and it's around 220 pounds. And if you add like just two or three pounds to that 220, I go from being mostly okay. You know, you know, a little bit, you know, a little bit out of shape, but mostly okay to like ridiculously winded all the time. I, I have to sleep constantly. I like even just going upstairs is a fucking nightmare. Like it seems like for me personally, <clears throat> 220 pounds is like the tipping point. And like I'm I'm hovering around it. So every few weeks I'm alternating between feeling good and feeling terrible right now. <laughs> and I I have to get back back on, on uh on losing weight again because this is fucking unacceptable. Uh, this is unacceptable. I'm going to get that sergeant from Full Metal Jacket to whip your ass into shape. 
I'll send him to Canada. I swear to God. <laughs> do you think he'd work? Do you think he'd get you in shape? No, I, I just go to Four Chance Fit Board. They usually have a boat. <laughs> oh, really? Hey, ha, dude, you know what? Check out Jeff Cavalier. He's really good. He runs Athlean-X, which, by the way, he's a formal phys former physical therapist and personal trainer for the New York Mets. Oh, no, I actually, my, my fitness go-to guy is um, Scooby, actually, if you know him. I do not know him, but he sounds interesting. Um, Are you fucking – hold on. Scooby's like the most famous fitness YouTuber out there. I, I've never heard of him. Never heard of him. Okay, hold on. I'm going to show you a picture of him because he's fucking hilarious. Oh, boy. Oh, God. I guess we need to talk about politics another time because I'm uh, – yeah. I'm going to go after this. Hey, uh, let me know when you're when you're free next. Um, I won't be free for another week because – uh, my God, my work is insane. But um, uh, and I'm talking about both my YouTube stuff and my actual real life job because I have a life. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to have you on, and maybe we can just try to bottleneck it and focus it on the differences in Canadian and American politics. Good. Yeah, Show sure. Me. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna sh I'm gonna screen share. Okay, here we go. This guy is Scooby. Oh hell! Oh, I've seen that dude before. I've never watched his contents, but I've seen him. <laughs> he's like he's nearly sixty at this point, and he's in ridiculously good shape. I think he kind of looks like he might be on a little bit of gear. No, he's not. not. He, he, everyone accuses him of it, right? But he's not. It's just that he's he's he? been working out for the past like forty years of his life. Yeah, but how tall is he? He's like six foot four. Ooh, that's kind of hard to believe. I'm not saying he couldn't be. Jeff Cavalier is not on gear either, and he's 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 not super tall. Let me find, yes, he, he's known as as the Natty King. But let me, let me find Scooby's progress because to prove he's not on steroids, he, here here it is. Okay, here's his progress. Okay, from 1984 all the way to 2015. Yeah, okay, he he's believable. Then then I could no. I'm yeah. saying if he if he got like that, like you know. Over only a few years, then I'd be like, "Yeah, horse shit." Now, like you can see, it's been a slow build all yeah. the way through these years. Yeah. Well, also, he's got he's got definitely got good genes because you know some people with really good genes don't have to work out a whole lot and they can get pretty good looking. Other people can work out all the time and it takes them this long to look anything close to that. You know that, right? You know, genetics play a good role. Yeah, definitely. And smaller, short guys like you. Guess what? Once you get lean and you start putting on some muscle. You guys look a lot more ripped because I'm six foot, which is ironic because I was born in Latin America. You know, so that's, <laughs> that's, I'm not going to question the God in heaven, Yahweh, who gave me that amazing uh, gift. So thank you, by the way. But um, <laughs> I like being tall, but it'll take me longer than you. You know what I mean? Just because you have it more concentrated. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely know that. I, I, I know uh, all about that shit. But, like, look at him, for example, in 1996. Yeah, he, he was like a skinny little guy. Like, sorry, I, I could well, talk. He's not skinny, but he's he, he doesn't have visible abs, but he's still like in decent shape, right? Like it's just that it's been with him. It's been a, a constant growth, and people are like, "Oh, you obviously do steroids." No, he just he just been lifting for like since he was Ever. twenty, you know. And he doesn't, yeah. But you know, there are some guys who clearly are on TV. Like, look up. Like, do you know Cali Muscle? No, but I know Ziz. Here you go. He was uh, he, he fucking died at twenty two. Because the yeah. shit he did. Yeah, no, but he was doing cocaine as well. But no, no, look at look at Cali Muscle. You'll be like, oh, come on, that's so obvious. But so there are literally some people out there who think he's not on, on gear. Like, look him up. Like, Okay, hold on. Like, it, it, it will, you'll laugh and just say, how the hell does anyone think this dude is natty? 
But they're like, yeah, he, that guy looks like he, he fucking injected himself with Synthahol. I know, share, share it. Share well, it's it. not, not Synthahol. What, what's it called? Um, uh, I so, 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 you, you basically inject in your muscles, it inflates them. Oh, that, that is that, that is Synthahol. That is, oh, is it? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, this fucking guy here. Show, 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 show. You're not screen sharing right now. Yeah, that guy. There we go. Yeah, there we go. That guy. That motherfucker. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like he can't even bend. He's he's like a cloud. Look at that dude. Like this. Like people are like some people say no, dude. He he just works out that hard. Uh the my ass. He works out that hard. No, no, guys. I have pretty good genes for a Latino. Okay, I I'm six foot. Uh, some people think I'm six foot one, but I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I'm six foot. Um. I'm a, um, I can grow a good amount of muscle. I'm pretty athletic, and uh, I, I definitely don't have nearly as many diseases as I could coming from a third world nation. With that being said, I could not get that if I did if I even took what he takes, just because I couldn't do that much of it. That is a ridiculous amount of shit that he's on. Hey, okay, before I go, I'm going to share one last thing here. Rich Piana, this guy, right? Rich Piana, yeah. Yeah, I knew it. I fucking yeah, I mean, knew it. Well, it, it turns out that he actually left humanity behind. Yeah, he he died. For those who yeah. don't know, yeah. It, well, it, it it was just it was so funny because that was the meme, right? He kept saying, "Become a mutant, leave humanity behind," and then he actually d fucking did it. Yeah, and people were just kind of like, kind of like, okay. Um, they had like a watch on, and it just kept going. Like, okay, when does he die? Okay, let's see. Stopwatch. Uh, oh, 2017. Yep, yep. He outright said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill myself doing this shit. I don't care. I love it too much." It's like, okay, pal. Yeah, <laughs> you have fun with that shit. <laughs> well, believe it or not, my my second video in my series, and let's end it on this note. You know, my sure. second video in the series where I talked about you know the, the importance of taboos and shame was about recreational substances, and I used him and Cali Muscle as an oh fuck me, god damn it, Stefan Molyneux, get out, get the fuck out of here. What's he doing? No, no, not no. I'm not pissed at him. I'm pissed at that. Like I clicked. I was trying to click back to my own screen, and the stupid updates got in the way from YouTube. Whatever. Um, yeah. Um, you know, like I part of it was using steroids and and uh, and synthol for vanity. You know, what I mean, how people are avoiding, you know, actually going to the gym and putting in real hard work to be healthy long term. They're just saying, yeah, I gotta look good for Rocky Four. <laughs> 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 that's that's my best Stallone impression. <laughs> Good to have. By the way, uh, fuck you for saying that 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 it's bad to like nostalgia critic. Um, if you don't like him, fine, but uh, I do. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, like nostalgia critic. I'm not gonna lie. What? It's pretty, it's pretty fucking bad. Oh, I'm talking. I'm talking about his comedy. I liked his old stuff. If you don't like it, that's fine, man. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, no, it, uh, no. You know what? I've learned too much shit about Doug as a person to like his content anymore. Oh, He's a yeah, fucking yeah, human. Doug, Doug is the Harvey Weinstein of YouTube. I wouldn't put it that fucking far. No, no, no. I don't mean in the se in the sense of sexual molestation. But you hear, like, at first, Medicare came out with it, but then all of a sudden, I saw other people, and I found out that Medicare was just scratching the the fucking surface. Jim, look up other people's videos. It will make you do a part. A part eight, just because of how insane it is, with like the fucking um, with like Doug being equated to Tommy Wiseau when it comes to how to manage talent, and fucking yeah. Mike Mashad, fucking Mike Mashad, not calling a dude out that was not only sexually harassing one of his staff, 
but they literally took her to a safe house. Yeah, what yeah, that was that was Holly, I think. I did a um, I did two videos in this. I'm doing a third. Uh, Scrump and I did no, it was Scrump, Liveth, Love It, and I. We did a a regular dumping with Scrump on it. I've seen your podcast. You were talking about um, you were talking on a different time. You were talking about uh, um, Worski Life. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. There was. I mean, let me just pull it up here. I'm not gonna screen share or anything. I just want to know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. yeah, on dumping with Scrum. Where is it? Fucking. Where is it? Fuck. Okay, <laughs> dumping with Scrum twenty. We talk about um, the hashtag changing the channel and go over the bits of the manifesto. Um, on dumping with Scrump live two, we actually got a guy who who worked as an extra on one of Brad Jones's movies. Mm -hmm. He came in and, and he told some stories about what it was like working with these guys. Because he also worked with Linkara and he worked with Doug. Um, yeah, he, he, told, he told some stories. And actually, tomorrow on Dumping with Scrump Live, we're getting Iron Liz. Oh, so extra. Yeah, extra. <laughs> For those who don't know, look up what Linkara was looking up on Pornhub. Yeah, not just that. It's also his story of, have you learned your lesson? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, 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 and Lotsa was a was a fucking riot. Did you hear about Lotsa, the guy who reviewed um, board games? Uh, no, actually. Oh, oh, he he actually, I kind of felt bad for it. It was kind of a tr it was more of like a cautionary tale. But look at uh, Lotsa sand niggers. It's uh, it's wow. It's a. I think you can already tell where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he he was basically the biggest fanboy of uh of that guy with the glasses ever. Oh boy, we we are we are going to get DMCA'd a hundred times over, even though this is a stream and we're not even playing other people's content right now. Yeah, it'll be okay though. I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh yeah, because if all else fails, I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I do my channel now. <laughs> oh. Oh well, uh, here in Canada, I'll see if I'll see if maybe the company I work for has things in Toronto or Ontario in general. Just uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I've got to take off though, man. Yeah, yeah we got we got to get the fuck out of here. We keep extending this goodbye. So so long, farewell. Try to work out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. All right, man. Have a good one, and thank you for coming on. And next time you're on, let's try to keep it to Canadian politics. Yeah, sure, no problem, dude. All right. Um, say la vie.